In Joshua chapter 6, after the Israelites had marched around the city six times, six days in a row, one time each day, finally it was time for the seventh day. On the seventh day, they marched around the city seven times. And after they got done with the seven times marching around, Joshua told the people, he's like, he's like, now's the time to shout. And then he said two, th two things that are really significant. He said, God has given us this city and everything in it, we're going to devote to him. God has given us this city. Like he was talking about it as if it had already happened. And we are going to devote everything in it to him. In other words, he was giving them a picture of, you know what? We are going to win this entire thing. We are going to be holding the entire city in our hands. It's going to be ours. Nobody can take it away. And we're going to thank God for all of those things, for everything. And the significant thing about both those things is that he said both of those things before anything looked any different. The wall was still there. The enemies were still inside. They hadn't been defeated. Maybe some of them were still scared. But with their eyes, nothing had changed. Maybe that's the case in your life too. Maybe you hear all these wonderful promises of God and, and then you look out and it still looks the same. I can still see the same thing that's causing me pain. The same trouble, same tragedy, same bad news, same broken relationship. I look in the mirror, I look at myself and I feel the same amount of shame. But Joshua gave us a pretty good gift in those verses, reminding us what we have the right to say even when we are looking at all those things. God is going to give us the victory. God has already given us the victory. And one day we'll be standing victorious and we are going to thank him. We will be on the other side of it one day. Let's go back in time a little bit. Even before Joshua and the Israelites were coming into Jericho, go all the way back to the day when it was really, really hard for two people to believe that those things were going to be true. That God was going to deliver them and that they were going to be standing victorious in the end. It was the day when Adam and Eve did such a simple thing. They took a bite out of the forbidden fruit. And they felt shame. The kind of shame that they were convinced was never going to go away. Because at that point, after they had eaten the fruit and after they realized that they were naked and they were filled with shame, God had not yet made the promise that he would just a few moments after he would find them. The promise that God was still going to give them the victory by sending the seed of the woman who was going to crush the head of the serpent who tempted them and overcome their sin and forgive them so that one day they, even they, would be standing victorious over everything. A day when they would be able to thank him for the victory that he so graciously and freely gave to them and to you. Of course, we don't know how long Eve lived on earth after God gave them that promise. We know that Adam lived 900 some years, but for all those 900 years, you know, 
The Savior hadn't yet been born in those years. And even after he died, it was going to be a little bit before he was going to come. And yet God talked about it that day as if it was already done. As if their salvation was already earned. As if the place in God's family was reserved just for them. God gave them the victory that day. He earned it by Jesus so many years later. The same victory he already won for you. A victory that allows us to look forward into the future and know that one day we will see with our eyes what we get to see by faith. We will see with our eyes perfect victory over everything. Perfect satisfaction as we live in God's kingdom. God has given us the victory. We will honor him for it. Rest well tonight, my friends.